Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. What up, y'all? It's the Morning Hustle Podcast with L'Oreal and myself, Kyle Santillian, back to get you over the hump on a hump day Wednesday. L'Oreal, what is good? Just get in the middle of the hump. (laughs) Whatever gets you through the day, right? Yes, I think that's a good way to get through the day. Wednesday is definitely a crowd favorite. Yeah. Because it's closer to Friday. That's right. But if you're doing too much humping out there, we might have to get you closer to God. We got Kirk Franklin stomping into the Morning Hustle studio today to get you worked out there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Plus, I know you got some stories you're working on as well. That's right. It looks like there's some new charges in the Jonathan Majors case, and it is a major development. Also, somebody is balls deep in hot (laughs) water, and you're not going to believe, or maybe you will, who that is. Okay, we'll talk more about it coming up in the lowdown. Plus, we got our guy Jarrell, man. He's one of our hustlers we're trying to help. He's trying to navigate the situation when love turns into a financial feud. His wife is stacking paper, but instead of selling Celebrating, she's throwing shade. We'll get into it, man. We're asking for a friend. But first, it's time for Kyle's message of the day. And mine. Listen up. It's it's Kyle's message of the day. You heard? All right, y'all. Kyle's message of the day today is everything starts with belief. Mm. Everything starts with belief. If you don't believe you can do it, it will not happen. You understand what I'm saying? You have to have enough awareness to know like, yo, if I go after this, I believe I can make it happen. I believe I can get it done. I believe I can reach that milestone. I believe I can achieve all of these different kind of things. But if you don't even have that basic belief, you're kind of, you know, hindering yourself before you even start. Before you even go after it, you're giving yourself a handicap. And I just say that because I know a lot of us sometimes deal with self-doubt here and there. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But work through that and get to a place of self-belief. That way you can use that as your foundation for everything good that's going to happen in your life. All right? Kyle's message today today is everything starts with belief. And mine is nobody cares. Work harder. Facts and more facts. (laughs) Hey! Taking your mortars to the next level. I'm on a new Yo, it's the Morning Hustle with L'Oreal and Kyle Santillian. And recently, we asked you to keep it 100 on what one woman said about cheating on your significant other. Listen to this. Could you ever cheat on me? Absolutely. That's why you don't make dumb decisions, like talking to guys one-on-one or hanging out in like compromising situations. I'm a human being. You're a human being. And I, I'm sorry, babe. I don't know if this is hard for you to hear, but everybody is absolutely capable of infidelity in the right slash wrong circumstances. Oh, okay. That's why my boundaries are so important. You're never going to see me in a situation, even if people think I might be too strict. I don't care because I'm not taking that chance. Amen. I'm not putting myself in a position to even be close to a position to potentially fall to temptation. I'm going to keep it 100 because anyone is capable of cheating, but I will not be cheating on you. I love that. I love you. I would cheat on him just because he a goofy. He in the background <laughs> fake crying. And, like, what? I can't wait till somebody else comes. That is hilarious. <laughs> All right, but the question is, what she's saying? Is that 100% facts or 100% stupid? Let's check the Morning Hustle voicemails. 
Yo, I got a message for you. You leave a message. We, 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 we gonna check it. You, you, you get the message, am I getting to, to you? You have one message. Let's clear our voicemails. Hey, this is old school from Gut Rock. What old girl is saying is 100% true. Look, yeah, anybody can cheat, but that's your decision. But I'm like Wendell B. That's real talk. My name is Bella. I'm calling from Fort Worth. I completely agree with the young lady. We, at the end of the day, are primitive. We are animals, and we are going to be attracted to other human beings. It's part of human nature and the reproduction cycle. So you should not put yourself in temptations way. I completely agree. I'm Zakaria calling from Raleigh, and I was just wanted to reply back to the husband and the wife um, about the whole cheating situation. And I feel like he's being 100% real. Um, everybody is capable of doing something, but if you have self-discipline and you know how to handle temptation, then it's up to you if you want to cheat or not. But everybody is definitely capable of cheating. That's all I gotta say. Yo, we got them lying. Yo, we got so many calls on this one. It's absolutely insane, yo. Some of them are lying, Kyle Centillion. Nah, some we of them are telling cheat. the truth, though. Mm-hmm. All right, no doubt. We appreciate y'all hustlers. It's all love. Now it's time to find out how Jonathan Majors got off the hook. It's not gossip if you heard it here. Get that glass ready. She's spilling all the juicy tea. It's the Lowdown with L'Oreal. Now, I don't know how he did it, (laughs) but he took the Uno reverse card and threw it at this case, okay? Uh. Now, apparently, his ex-girlfriend, now they're claiming her as his ex, Grace Jabari, she is officially charged with assault in the connection to the incident that ruined his entire career. Now... We already know that it was weird as hell what went down after he was arrested during this whole situation where allegedly he put his hands on his ex-girlfriend during like an altercation that they had in New York City, right? Uh Now, apparently they're saying that all along he was actually the victim. So she is expected to turn herself into NYPD after he filed a countersuit against her. Now, we know that he got put on pause for pretty much everything he was filming. Yeah. It was a big situation. Do you think it will be found out that he's completely innocent? And how did the whole narrative turn around and him go to jail instead? Like, what was what happened here? Throw the book at her. You know what happened. She, she lied. Throw the book at throw her. Throw the book at her. Anytime you lie about something that serious, number one, we should always believe people when they come forward and tell you, you know what I mean? Hey, I've been abused in a situation. But sometimes, you know, because we are automatically believing people and not want to not, we don't want to discredit victims, real actual victims. People like this slip through the cracks. You know what I mean? So, so is it giving that they got into an altercation and put their hands on each other? I don't know. The way it sounds, it sounds like she kicked off the altercation, throw the book at her. This was a white I woman. I don't know. Was this a white woman too? Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. There you go. Well, that was his choice. That's that, not. To- I'm not. It might have been his choice to deal with her, but once the once the white woman says the black man hit her, it's a wrap. Okay. No matter so what he think, says, he's going to jail. So you don't think that they both put hands on each other? Nope. Come on now. Nope. <laughs> I think she was hitting him. He might have grabbed her to keep her arms from flailing around. You know what I mean? And then she but said. she had bruises and marks on her as well. Because he grabbed her to keep her from swinging. This is just, uh, you know, my uh, alleged uh, hypothesis, if you will. But yeah, if you're swinging trying to hit me and I'm, I'm grabbing your arms to stop you, it might leave a bruise. Either way, it's giving somebody got a check. <laughs> 
(laughs) It's giving somebody got a check. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you just go from this ex-girlfriend who you're fighting in the street with to being in a whole relationship with a whole nother woman and being the innocent victim. Listen, Megan Good knew the truth. That's why she was supporting him all this time. How would she know the truth? She wasn't there. Well, she believed him in his version of the truth. Yeah, she believed him in his version yeah. of the truth. They have countersuits against each other. This is not that he's completely left off the hook because a countersuit means you're suing me and I'm suing you too. Yeah. So this is giving to me, all right, you're going to have to come out and say you did something too so the both of us could just get a pat on the, the shoulder or uh, on, the, on the hand, a smack on the hand and walk away from this. Because I'm pretty sure if you had a relationship with somebody, regardless, like once things calms down, you really think about it, you don't want anybody to lose their entire career. But a countersuit means we put our hands on each other. Or I'm L'Oreal, that's the lowdown. You can follow me at Starring L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L, or Moana Hustle Show. I wonder how much he paid her. I don't know if he paid her. Throw the book at that lady. That's all I say. Yeah, okay. She went missing when they were supposed to go to court. All right. A whole lot of stuff that well, that happened. Well, we got another situation we got to navigate through. Jarrell is trying to handle the situation where love turned into a financial feud. Not, nothing well, physical. Sounds the same. <laughs> no, nah, this is about money. His wife is stacking. Sounds the same. His <laughs> wife is stacking paper, but instead of celebrating, she's throwing shade. We're asking for a friend at 810 710 Central. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey! What up, y'all? It's the morning hustle with L'Oreal and Kyle Santillian. On the line right now, we got to talk to Brandy. And Brandy, you left us a voicemail talking about your dating horror stories. It sounded crazy. At some point, there was a man crying in a movie theater. <laughs> but we want to get the whole story. Okay, so met this guy. So I'm in Cincinnati. So years ago, we used to have these events called um, Final Fridays. And some of the events, Blue Jean Jams, were given by the firefighters in the city. And it was kind of like the black who's who. So if you was coming up in that era, that was the place to be. And this guy had been, I had been seeing him around. He was kind of popular in the city. Um couple times seen him here or there he finally approached me we exchanged numbers so we talked on the phone for probably about two and a half months he had been trying to ask me out finally agreed to go out with him and he asked me to go to the movies and maybe out to drinks or something like that and I was like okay cool I said but I'll meet you there because I was a single mom I had two sons and I really didn't want somebody picking me up from my house I get to the movie theater early and he is not there yet so I just kind of go have a seat in the um, lounge area and wait on him so he arrives and he's like hey you know do you want something from the concession stand I'm like no I'm good so he goes and gets something he's like um, you ready? I was like, yeah. He was like, you already got the ticket? And I was like, <laughs> excuse the me? Ticket to the movie? And he's like, well, yeah, you've been here. And I was like, 
no, I didn't get the tickets. He was like, oh, so you've been here waiting and you didn't think that you should just go ahead and get the tickets? <laughs> what? And I'm like, no, you asked me to the movies. This is the first date. I got here early, so should I arrive late every time I go somewhere so that I'm not <laughs> expected to buy the tickets? Like, right. I'm not understanding what's going on. Right. So he's like, all right. So he goes and gets the tickets. And so we're walking and he's like, yeah, you know, they just kind of threw me off. If I would have got there early, I said, listen, you asked me out on a date. I'm here. This right. is the first date. It is what it is. So we get into the movie theater and it's still lit up in there because, again, we're both kind of early. Okay. So we're sitting there and I hear him kind of sniffing. I'm like, Dag, is he sick or something? So I look over and he's got tears in his eyes. And I'm like, well, damn, maybe his grandmother died or something. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm just so disappointed. I've been trying to, you know, get with you for a long time. Not only did you not let me come and pick you up, you get here to the movie theater and you weren't even considered enough to buy the movie tickets. Yo, oh what? my god! <laughs> is he still? I would have been like, you still talking about these tickets, fam? Like yeah. this is crazy. That's wild. I was so flabbergasted. Right. So how do you respond to him sitting there in tears and sobbing in the movie theater next to you? I'm kind of confused. And I'm like, bruh, you asked me to the movie theater, but you're crying over $30 tickets? I said, you know what? I don't think this is going to go too well. I probably should just go ahead and leave. Yeah. <gasps> um, you didn't see the movie? Girl, I left. <laughs> As you should have. <laughs> he probably started having a temper tantrum and then kicking chairs and everything. That's crazy. Man, look, and then we had a mutual friend, and she called me, and she's like, hey, what's going on with you? And I won't say his name out loud because he's very well known here in the city of Cincinnati, so I don't want to put him on blast. Yeah. Because you don't like, want him yeah, to cry. Called- Man, he might. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, that that just didn't go too well. So he called me like a week later, asking me if he could make up the date. Could he take me back out? And I said, you know, I just really don't think you and I are compatible. So let's just not even try to make this go any further. Yeah, uh, I, I don't even understand. Now, how's a first of all? Are you able to give the age range that the guys in? he's a grown ass man like he was in his mid 30s this is what I'm saying you're a 30 year old man in the movie theater with tears coming out of your eyes over some tickets that you supposed to buy because you asked the young lady out on the date that's crazy maybe he just heard you got that good good and he knew he wasn't going to get it so he just started crying because you know well he definitely wasn't after that because How, then, you know over. what? How many men have you made cry with the good good? Yeah, come hey, on. No, hurt. no, 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 no. That is not what this conversation is about. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's her. We blaming him. He ain't soft. It's her. You know what? You need an Instagram for that thing. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Y'all did not call me for this. All right, you're, you're right. We'll stick to the subject. All right, but thank you for sharing that with us. Dating horror stories. Brandy had a young man cry in the movie theater because she did not buy the tickets in advance because she happened to get there early. That's absolutely insane. After he pulled up in his big S550. Ah, uh, now we know who he is. Now we know who it is. <laughs> All right, Brandy, thank you for sharing with us, babe. We appreciate you. All right, y'all have a good one. All right, no doubt. Enough with the tears. We got to make people happy. The $1,000 cash grab is coming up at 729, 629 Central, guy. Right. Who is in hot water? 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's not gossip if you heard it here. Get that glass ready. She's spilling all the juicy tea. It's the Lowdown with L'Oreal on the Morning Hustle. Okay, well, I'm speaking on basketball player Dwight Howard. Oh, my Now goodness. his look. Yes. So, I mean, this is something that we've heard rumors about before, but now his lawyer is confirming that he had sexual relationships with a man that he met online, and this man is now accusing him of assault. Now, apparently, he slid in this man's DMs, followed him and all, child. And, you know, he told him, I want you to know I'm not like gay or anything. I just I'm just a little nasty sometimes. I don't want to offend you, but, you know, it's going down basement. So um, Dwight Howard reportedly told the man that he was going to do whatever and he was going to like it. So apparently this happened In 2021, there was uh, text messages that were exchanged back and forth. There was also photographs and videos. And apparently, they moved things to the bedroom and things went, uh, you know, went how they went. Now, this man is claiming that Dwight Howard forced him to engage in sexual acts with another person who was a man dressed as a woman, apparently that went by the name of Kitty, but didn't have a kitty. <laughs> now, Dwight Howard apparently blocked this man, Stefan or Steven, uh, on social media and was given two options, according to his lawyer, pay to protect his reputation or have a fabricated story made public. Damn. So I guess he decided to pay this man and he still came out and, you know, said whatever went down and saying that he was assaulted in this whole situation. Now, if you choose to meet up with somebody you've been exchanging photographs with, you've been exchanging videos with, of course, things can still happen that are out of your control, like a sexual assault. But doesn't that kind of show that you were going there to do something? Yeah. If he knew, if you knew, he's saying to you, like, I'm nasty, this is what I like to do, and you're like, okay, you want me to meet you in the corner of 6th and 8th? Like, you, right. you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, like, is this Dwight's Howard fault for being a little messy? Or do you think this man really was assaulted? Well, it's a couple of, there's so many things in play. Like, number one, we don't, I know of any other NBA player that's been exposed like this before. That's number one. But then to your other point, you know, the guy definitely sounds like he's trying to blackmail him. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's definitely a blackmail situation. You clearly engaged in a whole relationship where you were exchanging videos, exchanging text messages you seem interested he let you know what he wanted from the beginning and you continue to you just wanted to expose this man and take him out the closet let's be real 
And there's the shock value for everybody that was like, ah, right, we knew the rumors were true. And then, you know what I mean? This kind of like backs, out, backs all of that up too. Well, I think the only thing I'm shocked by is that like, I was just under the impression that he like trans women. And because that was the real rumor that was out there that, you know, he's dealt with several trans women and so for me to find out that it was just a straight gay man like one that didn't dress or you know as a woman I'm like with the trans woman that would be somebody you're trying to pass off as a woman no I mean I guess so it's all shocking to me do you get what I'm trying to say because I'm not trying to offend anybody and I don't know if what I'm saying is offensive you're just trying to paint the difference of what people thought versus what's actually happening to me it's all shocking so but I get what you're saying I feel kind of bad for him. I'm not going to lie. I'm L'Oreal. That's the lowdown. You should follow me at starring L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L, or Morning Hustle Show. All right, stick around, man. We need some God in the rooms. Kirk Franklin is on the way to hang out with us on the Morning Hustle. Oh, people say. <laughs> Don't go nowhere, hustlers. That's Everybody up next say. right here on the Morning Hustle. Where, where, where you at? Where, where you at? Where, where you at? Check in and rep your hustle. 866-HUSTLE-8. Rep hustle. The Morning Hustle Cash Grab. What? 10 questions. Question. 60 seconds. Tyshana, good morning. Good morning. It's a good day to win some money, ain't it? It sure is. I'm ready. Okay. I like that. I like when they come on I the line. Her. I believe her. Yeah. You got the whole city of Baltimore <laughs> on your back this morning. You got to represent for him, right? What do you do? Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyshana, this is how it's going down. You got 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. For every correct answer, we'll give you $10. If you get all 10 right, you'll win 1000 If you don't know an answer, say pass. We'll come back to it as long as we have time. And make sure the answer you give is the one that you want because we are going to go with your first answer, okay? Okay. All right, we want to see you do well, so L'Oreal's got a free answer for you. Okay. And that answer is going to be $45. Okay. All right. Are you ready to go? Yep. Don't be nervous. You a little nervous? I am. (laughs) Okay. I can hear it. All right. Don't worry. Let's get to it, man. 60 seconds, 10 questions. Here we go. Name three vowels. A-E-O-U. True or false? Eight plus two is the same as 12 minus two. True. Spell the first day of the school week. M-O-N-D-A-Y. Which government official is known as the chief executive or the commander-in-chief? Pass. How many cups are in a gallon? 8, 16, or 24? Uh. Um, 24. What does a tennis player use to hit a tennis ball? Uh. If the original price is 50 and you get a 10% discount, how much did you pay for it? 45. In what state can you visit Niagara Falls? New York. If your math teacher asks you to round 575 to the nearest hundred, what's the answer? 100, 500, or 600? 600. Time. Damn. Time, time, time. Kyle, you was reading the questions too slow or something. No, she was waiting too long to answer. She was pausing on everything. <laughs> I was trying to run through them for her. No, I, it's, it's a, it's, I skipped one. I had all the answers. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you skipped no one. So the government official that's known as the chief executive or the commander in chief would be the president. Okay, that was so stupid. 
Yep. <laughs> How many cups are in a gallon? It's actually 16. And everything else you did get right. So yeah. that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seventy dollars. That's not bad at all. That's seven respectable. Right. That's respectable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyshana, you got bragging rights for Baltimore today. You got 7 out of 10, which is pretty good on the cash grab. So congratulations to you. $70 is yours, all right? Okay, thank you. You no. only missed two. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else listening, it feels like they can do better. Text cash to 71007. You could be up next to play the $1,000 cash grab on the Morning Hustle. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. What's going on, y'all? It's the Morning Hustle with L'Oreal and myself, Kyle Santillian, and once again, another esteemed guest in the studio. This guy's been putting on for gospel music for decades, representing for the culture, breaking barriers, winning Grammys. Icon. 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 Be clear. Listen, give it up for Mr. Kirk Franklin. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, she really does have a bell. It's, it's, I'm it's, saying. It's like a physical bell. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it yeah. only gets rung for special people or special things. Thank you. Queen. And yeah. I'm trying to do it because I know you got 19 Grammys and you could give one Ooh. up because you're not going to miss it if it's 18, right? <laughs> so can I just borrow one? It can stay at my house. It can still That's be yours. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> Take them boys, man. Yeah. Take them boys. That's good. Thank y'all for having me. It's great to be here. No, yes. it's a pleasure to have you, man. And speaking of Grammys and music, man, you got a new album out. Father's mm. Day is it's out, good. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? We were listening to the album, very inspirational. It's giving that, I feel like this is giving that classic gospel feel. Mm. You know what I mean? Over the years, especially when you first came on the scene with God's Property, you were credited for bringing in a new gospel sound to a younger generation. Mm. Is it true from your perspective? Was it your intention to make this a little bit more traditional as a sound? No, man. I just, just was trying to just be in an authentic place because I was also experiencing some uh, life-changing information about, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, if you guys have seen this documentary piece mm-hmm. that I put out, but that was happening at the same time yeah. that I was doing the album. And so we all know that art imitates life. Yeah. And so um, they were in this duality of one was influencing the other and the other was influencing the other. And so these two creative pieces they were the medicine I needed to get through what I was experiencing. Yeah. For sure. And the documentary is so powerful. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot of emotions going through there because between the fact of you finding out your biological father 
lived minutes away from the studio, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. On top of what you were going through with your own son as well. Yes, ma'am. So do you feel like the way you handled certain situations with Carry On had to do with your past and not knowing for real or finding out who your father was later on in life? Well, first of all, I want to be able to say that I love my son, Carry On. Carry On is my firstborn. And, uh, you know, he's been the homie since day one. I mean, you know, carry on, you know, had a passport by the time he was six. You know, wow. we, and, you know, we, we traveled the world. It's funny because I remember when my first album came out, I was at a, a high school signing autographs and and looked down and this boy then found a pen. He signed an autograph. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, so um, it's, I think that in time, carry on will have his own story to tell. Carry On's story is his to tell. Carry On's 35. And so when the time is right for him, he'll be able to give his story. You know, I know that for me, being a father was very extremely important and was always important because I didn't have one. Right. And so, you know, I have four beautiful children yeah. and Carry On has a very unique life experience. Carry On has a very special, beautiful brain that God gave him and he's a beautiful soul. He's a special soul. And I know that someday Carry On is gonna have a story that's going to help so many men. So, so if you ask me if my lack of fathering or having a father affected my fathering to him, I would say that my fathering to him and all of my children made me probably one of those uber fathers okay. where I had to be at everything. I had to mm-hmm. be involved with everything because, you know, tragedy can make you better or bitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me, every sneaker that came out, they had to have every go-kart right. dad, you know, every football game, every, you know, what, what, whatever, you know, I, I was the type of father that unfortunately, if something happened wrong in their life, I thought it was my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, if they hit their knee, oh, it's because I wasn't there to catch you. You know, like, you know, like, and I had to even get therapy uh, and I started going to therapy early on. It's because I would have anxiety. It's because even my wife would tell me and even his mother would tell me and and, and even other people's like, you you try too hard. Yeah. You try too hard. But that's all I knew is because the fear of them ever feeling what I felt. I just wanted to try to save them from ever having that. Right. You know? Was you disappointed in him doing the zoo show, Bad Boys? I won't carry on to be able to have his story, man. And I will be excited when he finally gets a chance to tell his story. Yeah. You know, it it is not my job to tell my son's story. You know, it's my job to love him. Yeah. It's my job to 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 apologize and and to own whenever uh, I've ever hurt my children of oh you know it hurt anybody you know yeah. it's 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 my role to try to be the best example of what honesty looks like mm-hmm. and carry on has to win if carry on doesn't win nothing in my life matters mm. nothing in my life matters if my if my children don't win right you're in this space now where you're really opening up with your life with obviously the documentary father's day the album father's day and i i really like the song somebody's son i think it falls wow. along with everything that we're talking about wow. and i wanted to just kind of ask you with the lyrics that you open up the song about uh i was born a mistake a sin they couldn't erase a secret hidden half a century. I look for you. Do I look like you? Questions children cry out in their sleep. I'd give up every trophy that I've won just to be somebody's son. Mm. 
that's some deep lyrics to, yeah. to start the song out. Mm. And I can imagine the feeling that you had when you wrote that mm. and everything that you're putting forth in the documentary. Mm. But what made you comfortable sharing this kind of intimate thoughts now at this time in your life? You know, to be honest with you, if anybody's ever followed my career, you know, that's just really who I've always been. Mm -hmm. I've always had the, the, the ideology that I heal as I reveal. You know, uh, even, you know, almost 20 years ago, you know, when when I was invited to even come on the Oprah Winfrey show, that's because I was telling my business. Yeah. You know, didn't nobody, you know, you know, didn't nobody ever bust me or, you know, whatever, you know, I just, you know, as a Christian, it was something that I had gotten victory over because I was a young boy, you know, being promiscuous out there. And, and, and I wanted to tell that part of my story, you know, as a, as a young 30 some year old man, I just am very comfortable just telling my junk. One thing that I can say that has always been a problem for me as as a Christian is the image of hypocrisy that we portray to people outside of our faith. Right. We look like fakes often. We we look like hypocrites because it looks like everything is sunny and good when in truth that there's a lot of broken mistrust and distrust that we often falsify. Mm -hmm. And for me, is I know that you can't win people if they can't see themselves in you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And so for me, I just want to try to be the best reflection of not the doctor, but the patient. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's why I'm just comfortable sharing my, my ish, bro. Yeah. You know, that's my comfortable place because God can only heal what I reveal to him. And, and, and that starts in truth. Is your biological yeah. father everything you thought he would be? Uh, are y'all keeping in good touch now? What's going on moving yeah, forward? Yeah, great question. You know, he he's a great dude. He's a great man. But I do, you know, his like here's the interesting thing about the this experience. For fifty three years, I hated one man because I wanted him to be my father. Right. Like, you know, like I didn't hate my, uh, uh, the, the guy I thought was my father because I didn't want him to be. I hated him because he wasn't and yeah. I wanted him to be. So you can't just take all of that uh, over half a century of disdain and brokenness and hurt and it's like, oh, okay, that's over. I've right. got a new guy. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's like you've got to deconstruct all of that inside yeah. of you. It's because all of that has, you know, also built who you are. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's a process and what's beautiful about Mr. Rick, you know, I, I, I don't have the the real estate emotionally yet to, to use the term father. Right. And he's cool with that, you know, as I call him Mr. Rick for right now. Mm -hmm. And and uh, what I love about this guy is that he's letting me go at my own pace and my own race. And I think that that's mad kind of him. Yeah. You know, so he's a beautiful soul. But what like about your mother? I'm sorry, but like she acted as if the DNA test just wasn't wasn't legit. And did yeah. she ever come around after that? And it, like you know, admit like yes, this is true because she's she's saying it was a lie. No. Do you think you'll ever get to that place, or? I don't know if she will. Does that make it worse? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It it, it makes it's it's powerful the power that a mother can have on a mm -hmm. son. You got me about to cry. Yeah. I'm a softie now. You know, and I haven't seen her in over 23 years. I haven't seen her talk to her in over 23 years. But the fact that she wouldn't grant me that allows it to be even more difficult to even try to pursue to receive it because it's it's almost like you win with an asterisk. Right. Yeah. For sure. Your biological father, does he give you any backstory 
you know, did he give you the history? Did he oh, say, this uh, is why oh, no. I haven't been around? No, he didn't happened. know. He didn't know. He didn't know at all. He didn't know that she got pregnant, which is which is a whole nother thing, man, because it's such a small neighborhood. It's yeah. such a small community, you know, but nobody knew. And what is beautiful, though, is as I can tell you, what Mr. Rick does as a profession is everything that Carry On needs. Wow. Mm. God don't make no mistake. Right. And I'll just say, I'm telling you, someday I look forward to Carry On telling his story. It is amazing. Yeah, that's what's up, man. One of my favorite songs on the album, or two, I'm going to say is Again, and Again, and Again. Oh, you like got, that? Yeah, I love it. I remind, it reminds me of when you at church, and you know, yeah. you think it's about to calm down again, and the kid comes, and you jump back up, and you get to dancing. Cool, cool. But dancing is something that you're good at, and we've been oh, seeing you on this reunion tour. Uh, we've been seeing you on this tour, right? Oh. You've been doing the Uzi dance. <laughs> <You've> been, <laughs> you know what I thought you were going to say? What's that? Tell yes, you remember this clip that came out a little bit ago? where they took one of my performances and put genuine music up on it. <laughs> Did y'all see that? <laughs> I just want everybody listening. That was not me, ladies and Are gentlemen. You sure? That was not me that put that music up under there. That is not the music that I was moving to. So it do make it look nasty when I when I when when you see it. But I was like, and it's funny because even when I saw it, I was like, Oh yeah, that yeah. don't that don't look that don't look good with that song. Yeah. Some people do say that. They say your moves are a little sexual. Like it's not yeah. for gospel music. Yeah, do you feel yeah. like they're you know, yeah. what do you think about people that say that? I do, first of all, I just want to say I'm sorry. I'm not trying to I'm not I'm not trying to do anything bad. I just you know, I'm just up and 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 I'm enjoying myself when I'm up there and I'm having a good time. But then, you know, if I do see something, I'll be like, ooh. Mm, that was a, that was kind of, that was like, I don't be mean to no home. That was the spirit. You can't right. blame yourself well, now. Well, you know what, you know what, and I'm not going to even be over, overachieving in, in that statement. I just, I just really be enjoying myself. Yeah. I just be having fun. And That's the kind of criticism you've been getting your whole career. My like, whole career, yeah. bro. Two, two, uh, two this, two that. Two this, two that. Too short, two this, yeah. two that. Too, too that. many Grammys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> To what I was saying earlier, that was part of the pioneering spirit of when you first came on the scene. Now, though, the people that you were pioneering to back in 97 when God's Property first dropped, they're older. They're, you know, more adults now. Do you find yourself trying to still break those barriers with the younger generation of today? Or do you just like, now I'm sticking with my audience that was been with me since 97? I think I just try to stick to an, an authentic approach to just being me. And wherever that falls, I just try to let it fall where it falls I think that that when you try to get lost in the formula of communication then you find yourself not communicating well at all mm-hmm. and I think that, oh, what, that what always wins is just authenticity you know it's almost like MLK you know when uh, Martin Luther King was used to be the the voice of the civil rights movement he wasn't looking to be that yeah. they were just having a meeting at his church right. you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying and you know and I think he had to stop and go use a bathroom or something you know and they're like hey <laughs> hey you know why won't you come see you know and they, literally he was like who me you know what I mean yeah. it's, you know it's like David it's like Moses you know you know it's like you know they were just chilling mm-hmm. and you know and at the right time it was like hey you and I just think that if we stay close to the creator and just allow God to just order our steps like he already has already predestined that the souls that need to hear what we got to say they'll pull up yeah mm-hmm. no matter what age six or 60 
and I try to be, you know, just authentically me. You know, like I'm not authentically the Christian that wears suits and talks low and throws scripture and, you know, every sentence, you know, that's just not me, you know, and that ain't never been me. Even when I was trying to be that in the 90s, that ain't me. You know, I'm just a guy, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm just a guy trying to be a guy and trying to be a guy. <laughs> I like it. And very often, you know, obviously the long running joke you implies, they say y'all are the same person. They say that y'all look like your twins. I've never heard of them. <laughs> Who is Plies? Yeah, yeah, who's that? So you've used rappers before on your records. Would you ever consider using Plies for a record? Well, let me tell you something. He and I were talking last year. We were going to do something for the community down in Miami about about a year ago. So he and I have had conversations about trying to do something, you know, just do some good. It's because, you know, from what I hear and from from the time I've talked to him, he's a really good dude. He's a good dude. I've known him for years. And he really cares about people and he cares about conversations Mm -hmm. and subjects that affect the culture and you know and that's who I love to rock with I love to rock with people that care so you know uh, you know we've we've had a couple conversations you know his schedule my schedule you know but you know I really would love to do whatever can impact people very ironic how y'all never in the same place at the same time yeah maybe y'all are the same person You left the girls at home. (laughs) (laughs) But let's talk about the one as well. You Mm -hmm. and your wife, you uh, have the dating show on TV One. Mm -hmm. And we're looking now and we see a lot of couples are falling apart, breaking up. And sometimes people use the example of not having the example in their home. But you've been married since 96, right? Mm -hmm. And you didn't have that example in the home. What is something that... Obviously, God is in the middle and center of your relationship. But what were some things that y'all had to figure out to just make this work this long? And we're still trying to figure things out, you know. And and, and I would say more on my part than her because my wife came from a very beautiful home. You know, she, uh, uh, Tammy's father is an incredible man. Her mama is an angel, you know. But I really came to the table, whether it's being a husband or a father, you know, uh, that on-the-job training stuff, that sucks. (laughs) It sucks when you don't have a blueprint. It sucks when you don't have someone to teach you how to be. You know, and and I've spent my entire life just trying to learn how to be. And, and, you know, and I've been grateful for Tammy's patience. I've been grateful for my kids. My kids have been very loving and patient with me. It has been a world of support. So there is no secret to this. Every day can be a struggle. It can be up days, down days. and, And I don't think that we should demonize people when they fail or when they mess up or when things don't work out, you know, it's, I think that my biggest challenge and also just Christianity and within our culture, but I understand the context of it historically because when you're talking about a race of people that were displaced and separated from their families, mm-hmm. like we'll have people that brag and say, you know, um, my parents were married for 30, 40, 50 years. My grandparents, yeah, but now you look back, they weren't sleeping in the same bedroom. No, they weren't. They weren't talking. It's almost like we, we make the quantity synonymous to quality mm. and, and it's, not. it's not so you know is I do think that there does need to be a deconstruction on the idolization and and the over romanticized ideology of what we have as far as relationships because then the church demonizes single people yeah <laughs> you see what I'm trying to say right. and so you know we there's got to be some reprogramming once once again historically I understand why it is because such a group of people but you know there's no other group of people that can even come close to understanding 
understanding that type of trauma, maybe the Jewish community, mm-hmm. uh, but to be separated from family members, to be given names that were not historically yours. Right. That, you know, that 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 can put the type of mindset is that we're going to stay together no matter what. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean that it's fruitful. It doesn't mean that it's prosperous. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's healthy. And so uh, it's, I don't think that quantity should be celebrated as much as quality yeah. and and if people don't make it it does not mean that love can't find them again and it right. does not mean that God hates them do you feel, feel that a lot of people have an unrealistic view of what marriage is these days everything is romantic everything is for the gram yeah. mm-hmm. everything is for the photo right. you know everything is for the book it's because we romanticize what we don't have right it's almost like it's almost like it's it, it, it's conducive to folk don't want to read the Bible they just want to go to church and what the preacher got to say right. you know what I'm trying to say yeah. instead of, and that's why there's so much biblical illiteracy in the world and that's why people have been able to weaponize the Bible right it's because people don't read it themselves right. and if you read it themselves you're like wait a minute player why you got two Bentleys but you only got like 15 members you mm. know what I'm saying right. you know, you know yeah. it's because we w- white hat <laughs> no <laughs> next question please how many times have you read the Bible the you whole think, Bible? Yeah. I don't think that I've ever read fully every book like that. I feel that. like everyone says yeah, that. Yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some Old Testament books that no, I haven't gotten through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, I don't think I've ever read through Habakkuk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, or Nahum. Some of the major prophetic writings and minor prophet writings are are very difficult, you know, uh, reads. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing you sit down and and, uh, get you some uh, hot tea and try Uh to do it at 3 o'clock in the morning. Reading (laughs) it over and over, still don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going to have you tongue-tied, Baby, baby. So, yeah, you know, I think that it's just a pursuit. If somebody's journey has been just the book of Psalms and they they digest that every day and Mm. and that's the, you know, and that's their pursuit, then God bless them. What I love about what I found about the, the heart of God is that he meets his children exactly where they are mm-hmm. you know and and I think that's the beautiful part about the journey no doubt yeah. well listen man we appreciate you you're on a great journey we're inspired you. by your journey we want to encourage everybody to go see the documentary yeah. Thank Father's you. Day a Kirk Franklin story on Thank YouTube you. on YouTube mm-hmm. free to the free. album for we, free Look we, at wanted that. To, we wanted to make the documentary free for you know sure. what I'm saying but, but, because we didn't want the motives to ever look like that they were construed you know you know, but I'm, I'm I mean, we didn't shoot it to try to get a bag. You know, I just, I wanted it to be free for people to just see it. He's giving it to y'all free, but I'm going to pass around the collection plate. (laughs) (laughs) Watch the documentary. Listen to the album's Father Day. It's out now. catch you out on tour. You're on tour as well. On tour right now. We're in Atlanta tonight, man. And, um, you know, grateful. Thank God it's sold out. You know, that's right. And, uh, you know, know, but thank you, Atlanta, man. You know, it's just, I'm, I'm just very appreciative. And you've been popping up at churches as well. So you might get a free <laughs> yeah, man. As I was with Jamal past, it's a past Monday night, and man, it's almost like over four thousand people pulled yeah. up. Wow. I couldn't believe, yo, man. I started crying on stage, bro. No. I could not believe that people pulled up and showed me love, like they're just to hear me talk. Hey, man, you're an icon out here. We man. love you. Congratulations on everything. We appreciate you taking time to talk. And I appreciate y'all having me, man, because I know you know you know a, a show like this allowing a gospel guy to pull up, man. You know you these know. hustlers need to be saved. They should have some of the things we. <laughs> 
Now, low. Sometimes people get on the phone, they want to tap it up with us. Sometimes they send us DMs. Today, we got left a voicemail from Jarrell. Yeah, hey, low. Hey, Cal. Man, my wife, man, she makes a lot of money, right? Um, she earns, you know, quite a bit more than me. And, you know, I have no problem with that at all. You know, it's all good. It's good for us, right? Uh, but she constantly, like, rubs it in my face, you know, and, and throw little jabs here and there. You know, she takes little little, little slick digs, um, especially, like, during arguments, too. So uh, now she pretty much took it to another level. Every year we go on vacation. You know, a few couples, you know, our friends, stuff like that. This year... You know, um, we was going to go. It was supposed to be awesome, supposed to be a good time, you know. But I overheard her on the phone, you know, telling a friend uh, we sitting this one out this year because my, my broke-ass husband can't afford it and I'm tired of carrying his ass financially. Yeah, she threw a shot. You know, I'm proud of her and all, you know, and, and everything she accomplished. But, you know, she keeps, like waving her paycheck in my face bro and um i don't know man like just just imagine if it was reversed and i was saying it's about a woman you know you know accusing her of being a freeloader like man it's not right like what should i do it's, Yo. Ooh, I, I've been in a situation like this. Oh my, I don't like this. Well, I'm going to tell you what, what, me personally, what my frustrations were. It was because like I would see him show up to spend money in other aspects, but not always when it came to us. Well, I don't know. I didn't get that he's doing that same type of thing. It, it does. is giving. He's huh. not going to tell you that because he's not going to be like, I'll well, buy stuff gonna, for but myself. But at the same time, I'm not going to assume that either. I'm, I'm not telling you that's that. how it be. I don't know. That's kind of tough because I see a lot of I see a lot of times women say like, yo, they want a guy that's comfortable enough that if she makes more money, it's not a problem. And he's saying, yo, I don't have a problem with her making more money than me. That's cool. That's that's I just don't like it throwing it in my face. Yeah, but it's like, you know that we do these vacations every year and you didn't save up to, to do it. It's stuff like that. Like you just assume because I got money, I'm just going to pay for it. That's what the fresh. Yo, there, if you knew somebody already made less than you, you're OK with that. That. It's the frustrations of them not being considerate because they think you got so much more money. Well, he ain't tell that that part. So he's I can't, not going to. I can't, it's his story. I can't just assume that it's his story. Let's see what the hustlers say. Eight six six hustle eight eight six six four eight seven eight five three eight. Keisha in Virginia, what do you say? As far as Jarrell's situation, it is messed up because if that's your wife, y'all are one. So she's talking about him like that, and she's essentially talking about herself. Because you chose this man. Whether you was making more money than him when y'all got married or not, that's still your husband. You do not disrespect him in that way. If you feel some kind of way about what he is or is not doing, then you speak to him because you are one. Yeah. At what point she got to wanting to disrespect him. Like, you know, sometimes we leave out what we did in the story. And it's like, if everything was all good, she's been making good money. Y'all are married and she never brought this up before. What's making her bring this up now? Like, is she cheating with somebody that has more money? Are you not holding up your end of the bargain? Like, sometimes, like... 
I don't think people just come with problems out of nowhere. I don't know. Maybe she's or just... Or do you think she's just tired of paying for everything? That's probably it. And now it's just, you know, because she's been in that role for so long, maybe it's, she's starting to look at it differently. Like, I'm tired of doing this. And she's starting to say stuff about it. So, so like, she needs more help, maybe. I don't know. She might just be being a jerk. <laughs> I don't know. You know, day. everything went up. The price of things went up, and maybe she's struggling and don't know how to ask for help. All right, let's see what the hustlers say, man. 866-HUSTLE-8, 866-487-8538. Quan and Irving, what do you say? Yeah, I'm going to say, if they're married, man, then, you know, I thought I thought it was, it was their money, not just her money. No matter if she makes more or he makes more, you know, if they're, if they're together, then it really don't matter if he got the money to do it or not. She's supposed to be... You know, having his back and, you know, vice versa. If he had the more money, she would be expecting him to, you know, to pay for it and, and do everything else. If they're married, then, you know, it's their money. It ain't her money. It's all together. That's how it's supposed to be. But finances is the number one reason why relationships break up. So whatever problem she's having here, this is still his wife, right? Yeah. And if he wants to stay with her, this needs to be confronted. It's not just like, oh, she's not supposed to be doing that. And she knows about, okay, so what's the solution? <laughs> right. Well, that's what the hustlers are trying to provide. Yeah, no, it's not giving that. It's giving, <laughs> why is she doing that? They marry. Okay, what's moving forward? We understand they're married because he said that. <laughs> so what do you do if somebody's constantly throwing in your face something do you just divorce them or what's the next step let's see what ashley says ashley what you got so what he said made sense to me i get where he coming from l'oreal said that he's not gonna tell that part he didn't say he didn't have the money he just overheard her tell her friend her broke ass husband don't have the money that was wrong because at the end of the day that's your husband like i'm gonna front my husband until i feel like i can't do it no more but I went off what he said specifically, and he mm -hmm. said he overheard his wife tell her friend, we're not going because my broke-ass husband. I'm never going to disrespect my husband. I'm never going to talk about my husband to my friends. If he don't got it, I got it. That's the part of us being a team. Yeah, to her point, like, that is disrespectful, the fact that she's even saying that like that to her friend. Right, but like she said, what, what point do you get to that you start disrespecting? That's when you've lost all respect, right? Yeah. So at that point, when you're making it known to friends and you're bringing other people into it, he's bringing us into it, too that, you know, he doesn't have it, then it's like, okay, well, now y'all past the point of talking about what are y'all going to do together because I make more money. Y'all past, now I'm disrespecting you to others. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what is what is it there? Do you leave? Uh, it sounds like another divorce on the horizon to me, if you ask me. I mean, I mean, I know we don't have a specific uh, solution right now, but at the end of the day, either she's going to respect him as a husband or she's not. And it doesn't sound she like doesn't. she is. So yeah, she um, that's really where the conversation is going to have to go. He's going to have to address it and say, look, whatever's going on in our house is between us. You shouldn't even be on the phone with your friend. She's upset about something and doesn't know how to communicate that. And again, with inflation, everybody, I feel like, is struggling to pay bills. I know people that used to really have it that ain't got it no more. And maybe she don't know how to say I'm struggling yeah alright well uh, hopefully Jarrell you know what I mean you get that worked out get some communication going with your wife and see if y'all can come to a resolution tomorrow morning we gotta help out Marquise his son's bond with his mom has got him feeling some type of way but is he right or is he tripping we'll figure it out we're asking for a friend tomorrow at 810 710 Central. All right, L'Oreal, how can people follow you? You can definitely follow me at Starring L'Oreal, 
S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G L-O-R-E-L and shout out to uh, my girl L Varner who you know we're doing this show together and I cannot wait until y'all see what we have in store for you guys okay that's what's up and, yes oh my god it's so good but anyway Carlson Tillian <laughs> follow me what about you yep hit me at Radio King Kyle I'm following back the first 10 people to follow me right now at Radio King Kyle on Instagram and that being said make sure you also follow us at Morning Hustle Show